0: Selkies are mythological creatures that can shapeshift between seal and human forms by removing or putting on their seal skin. They feature prominently in the oral traditions and mythology of various cultures, especially those of Celtic and Norse origin. The term Selkie derives from the Scots word for seal. Selkies are mainly associated with the Northern Isles of Scotland where they are said to live as seals in the sea but shed their skin to become a human on land. Selkies have a dual nature, they can be friendly and helpful to humans, but they can also be dangerous and vengeful. Selkies are often depicted as attractive and seductive in human form, and many stories involve Selkies having romantic or sexual relationships with humans, sometimes resulting in children. Selkies can also be coerced or tricked into marrying humans, usually by someone who steals and hides their seal skin, preventing them from returning to the sea. Such marriages are often unhappy, as the Selkie always longs for the sea and may eventually escape if they find their skin. Selkies have counterparts in other cultures, such as Faroese, Icelandic, Irish and Manx. They are sometimes confused with other sea-like creatures, such as the mermaids or the Finfolk. Selkies have inspired many works of art, literature, music and film. In Orkney lore, Selkie is said to denote various seals of greater size than the grey seal, only these large seals are credited with the ability to shapeshift into humans and are called Selkie folk. The type of large seals that might have been seen on the islands include the Greenland seal, also known as the Harp seal, the Crested seal, also known as the Hooded seal something similar is stated in shetland tradition that the mermen and mermaids prefer to assume the shape of larger seals referred to as half fish a typical folk tale is that of a man who steals a female selkie's skin finds her naked on the seashore and compels her to become his wife but the wife will spend her time in captivity longing for the sea her true home and will often be seen gazing longingly at the ocean She may bear several children by her human husband, but once she discovers her skin, she will immediately return to the sea and abandon the children she loved. Sometimes one of her children discovers or knows the whereabouts of the skin. Sometimes it is revealed she already had a first husband of her own kind. Although in some children's story versions, the Selkie revisits her family on land once a year in the typical folk tale she is never seen again by them. In one version, the Selkie wife was never seen again, at least in human form, by the family, but the children would witness a large seal approach them and greet them plaintively. Male Selkies are described as being very handsome in their human form and have great seductive powers over human women. They typically seek those who are dissatisfied with their lives, such as the married women waiting for their fisherman husbands. In one popular tattletale version about a certain Ursula of Orkney, it was rumoured that when she wished to make contact with her male selkie, she would shed seven tears into the sea. Children born between man and seal folk may have webbed hands, as in the case of the Shetland mermaid whose children had a sort of web between their fingers, or Ursula rumoured to have children sired by a male selkie, such that the children had to have the webbing between their fingers and toes made of horny material clipped away intermittently. Some of the descendants actually did have these hereditary traits, according to Walter Trail Denison, who was related to the family. Some legends say that Selkies could turn human every so often when the conditions of the tides were correct, but oral storytellers disagreed as to the time interval. In Ursula's rumour, the contacted male Selkie promised to visit her at the 7th stream or spring tide. In the ballad the great silky of sul the seal husband promised to return in seven years the number seven being commonplace in balladry according to one version the selkie could only assume human form once every seven years because they are bodies that house condemned souls there is the notion that they are either humans who had committed sinful wrongdoing or fallen angels it was only during hard times that the people of scottish isles would kill seals to make use of their skin and blubber. It was thought that the killing of a seal would result in misfortune for the perpetrator. Ernest Marwick recounts the tale of crafters who brought their sheep to graze upon small groups of homes within Orkney Islands. During the summer, a man placed seven sheep on the largest home. While on his way home from grazing sheep, the man killed a seal. That night, all of the man's sheep disappeared However, the other crofters who had not killed a seal, did not lose their sheep. The Selkie tale had its version for practically every island of Orkney, according to W. Trail Dennison. In his study, he included a version collected from a resident of North Ronaldsey, in which a good man, a waspness, a confirmed bachelor, falls in love with a damsel among the Selkie folk whose skin he captures she searches the house in his absence and finds her seal skin thanks to her youngest daughter who had once seen it being hidden under the roof in selkie wife a version from dearness on the mainland orkney the husband locked away the sealskin in a sea kist and hid the key but the seal woman is said to have acquiesced to the concealment saying that it was better to keep her selkie days out of her mind however when she discovered her skin she departed hastily leaving her clothes all scattered about A fisherman named Alec supposedly gained a wife by stealing the sealskin of Selkie in a tale told by an Orkney skipper. The Alec in the tale is given as a good acquaintance of the father of the storyteller John Heddle of Strumness. A version of the tale about the mermaid compelled to become wife to a human who steals her sealskin localised in Unst was published by Samuel Hibbert in 1822. She already had a husband of her own kind in her case. Some stories from Shetland have used Selkies luring islanders into the sea at midsummer, the lovelorn humans never returning to dry land. In Shetland, the sea folk were believed to revert to human shape and breathed air in the atmosphere in the submarine homeland. But with their sea dress, they had the ability to transform into seals to make transit from there to the reefs above the sea. However, each skin was unique and irreplaceable. The shape shifting nature of Selkies within Shetland tradition is detailed in the Scottish ballad The Great Silky of Sulskerry. The mermaid in Irish folklore, sometimes called Merrow in Hiberno English, has been regarded as a seal woman in some instances. In a certain collection of lore in County Kerry, there is an omnomastic tale in Traleigh that claimed the Lee family was descended from a man who took Murdoch, or a mermaid, for a wife. She later escaped and joined her seal husband, suggesting she was of the seafolk kind. There is also the tradition that the Keneally clan of Connemara was descended from seals, and it was taboo for them to kill the animal lest it brings ill luck. And since Keneally became the moniker of the animal, many changed their surname to Connolly. It is also mentioned in this connection that there is a Rowanish, just outside Gwinnabara Bay, off the western coastline of County Donegal in Ulster. In many versions of the Selkie myth, the children produced by the coupling of a Selkie and a human are born with certain physical characteristics that set them apart from normal children. In David Thompson's book, The People of the Sea, which chronicles the extensive legends surrounding the Grey Seal within the folklore of rural Scottish and Irish communities, it is the children of male Selkies and human women that have webbed toes and fingers. When the webbing is cut, a rough and rigid growth takes its place. In the folklore of Orkney and Shetland, Ernest Marwick cites a tale of a woman who gives birth to a son with a seal's face after falling in love with a selkie man. A dream later reveals the location of silver for the woman to find after giving birth to her son. A group of Selkie descendants also mentioned by Marwick possessed a skin that was greenish, white in colour and cracked in certain places upon the body. Those cracks exuded a fishy odour. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.